Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? What's poppin', dude? What's your name? My name is Dusty. Are you all right, Dusty? I'm all right. I, I like. Uh, I'm. I'm all right. I'm fine. Uh, what's going on with you, man? You sound like I just woke you up. Uh, no, no. I'm just. I'm. I'm chilling. It was a long day, you know. Now we're here. But yeah, I'm awake. What's up? With well, you? Dusty. Um, tell me, my, my good sir, what would you like to talk to a gecko about today? Well, I mean, I texted you about a thing that happened. Basically, I like to do uh, I like to do ketamine. I don't know if I can say that on here, but uh, but yeah, you I can like say to do whatever ketamine. you want. Fuck yeah, uh, I like doing that. And uh, one night, I ended up doing that and like drinking some alcohol, which like makes you like kind of like black out, but it like also makes you stay conscious. And I, like, had, like, a full-on orgy with, like, my best friends and, like, our chicks. And then, like, do not remember any of it. Was completely conscious through all of it. Woke up the next day, like, laying next to, like, a massive dildo. And, like, that's how, like, I found out. I was like, oh, something went down. But, yeah. So you got fucked up. I was like, You got fucked up on ketamine and woke up next to a dildo. Yeah, pretty much. And then I like, asked my friends because they were they were not blacked out. But I asked them, and they're like, "Yeah, no, we we definitely had an orgy." And I was like, "Yo, was it was like was I good?" And they were like, "Yeah, you were you were you were good." It's like I was like conscious. Like, did I like do anything weird? They're like, "Nah, you were you were chilling. You did the, you did the thing." So okay. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll let me ask you that. How do you what is how do you feel about this experience? Is this like a uh... Like, cause you sound like you sound like you feel like, oh, this this is sick. I had an orgy and I didn't even know it. But uh, you know, or is it, it? Do you feel that way, or do you feel like, oh man, I should stop uh, getting fucked up on ketamine? You know, it's kind of like a little bit of both. It's like, yo, that was cool, but at the same time, it's like it would have been cooler if I could have remembered it, and it probably would have still happened if I wasn't like on ketamine. Cause it's like I don't know, but yeah, I do want to like not do ketamine and drink anymore but it's kind of like when i do ketamine alcohol is like already like in the premise so i feel like it's just like already gonna happen does that make sense talk to us about ketamine for those who don't know i feel like ketamine and maybe I, this is just because i'm whatever but uh i feel like ketamine's been a new thing that i've been hearing about like yeah, I, 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 I it feel seems like it's a new new phenomenon tell, tell us about it it's uh it's honestly probably like it's one of my favorite drugs i wouldn't say it's my favorite one but it's like it's like i call it indica cocaine because it's like (laughs) you snort it and then but instead of like getting all hyped up it's just like you chill out and it's like it can get like psychedelic if you do a lot but like for the most part it's like you're just gonna like chill out and 
yeah sometimes i call it like portal hopping like you'll like I, like you'll see shit from like third person and you're like you're like it's like the verge of the k-hole but like you'll see shit from like third person and like i don't know it gets trippy it gets real fucking trippy but it's it's cool mm-hmm. and like in a safe environment it's like i think it's fun that actually is that is I've never heard it described like that. I know it's yeah, it's indica cocaine. I know you you snort it once. I tried it yeah. once. I only yeah. tried it once, and I didn't like it. It it, it just kind of like made my heart hurt and didn't do anything. Really? Yeah. Huh? No, you should you should like. Well, I wouldn't say like I'm not trying to encourage you to like try it again, but like if you wanted to, like don't be like. It's like I wouldn't like fray from it, you know. Like be open minded to it. it Might have just been like not good stuff, maybe. But yeah, I I, I love it personally. Okay, so uh, let me. Well, uh, I mean, to do do you feel like you have a problem with it? Uh, I say like I've had problems with it, but like at this moment, no. Like, what, what classifies a problem? You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I have a problem. But, like, to, like, a person who doesn't do ketamine, they'd be like, yo, that's, you got, like, a little bit of a problem. But, like, I don't think I have a problem. I think there's a lot of people who do a lot more ketamine than me. That's true. What is What would have to happen for you to be like, ah, that's that's a problem? Uh, Waking up next to an remember. even bigger dildo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like, like if I like a near-death experience, or like if I like went to like jail or something over it. But like, I don't, I don't see that like happening. It's like more like I just like to go to the rave, get fucked up, and go home. But like, you know, Uber and things like that. So like, I don't. I'm like really like I feel like I'm pretty safe about it. But I don't. What? Well, so like, I don't know. What else is going on in your life? Dude, honestly, you want to hear some other crazy shit that just happened? Sure. Okay, so, like, uh, my ex, we've, like, been broke up for, like, a little bit. Uh, literally, just, like, on Saturday, I went to, like, this really chill party with my friends. I, like, played some music. It was a good time. And my ex, like, we, like, had the same friend group. And so, like, she was, like, hitting everyone up to hang out but they didn't want to make it awkward. So they were like, kind of like ignoring her, like out of respect for me. But I guess like she looked up, uh, one of her, my friends that was there, she looked up uh, her location on Snapchat, showed up to where we were at and slashed all our tires and then dipped the fuck out. Your and, like, ex slashed all of your tires? Yes, my tires. And then uh, my friends, they rode there together, but she slashed their tires, too. And they didn't even find out because they were, like, on the freeway in Dallas and shit. And they were like, what the fuck's happening with our car? And they, like, sent me a Snapchat. And I was like, yo, it's crazy. I have a flat tire, too. And, like, <laughs> it's like, what the is fuck? It, is, it, is it bad to me if uh, the, the worst thing I've heard from you so far is that you're still using Snapchat? Ah... <laughs> I mean, it's a classic. I, mean, I feel like I feel like Snapchat's a classic. I'll I'll log into my Snapchat once a year or something like that. But um, really? I feel like Snapchat's a classic like uh, place to buy drugs. I remember like pot Not dealers Telegram. used to like put their shit on their story. Hell no! You got to get Telegram now. 
Really? Do you do you really like the whole the whole? I'm I'm curious about this. The whole Telegram thing, like, like the whole. uh, Are people actually like is like if you organized a a, a ketamine uh, uh, exchange over Facebook Messenger? Like, is anyone? Do you actually think anyone's like looking at your messenger to see if you're buying ketamine? Like, does anyone actually care that much about you? Not about me, but maybe like the person selling it to me. Sure. But yeah, um, I mean, I'm no, I'm not like a very paranoid person. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I think, that's a bad thing. You know, like maybe I. Should I, be I was gonna say like that that could that could be the ketamine. Yeah, maybe it could be. It could be a lot of things. Honestly, I'm just like I just like don't like the feeling of being paranoid, and so mm-hmm. I like don't like focus on that. Like if I see a cop, like I just like I'm like cool. There's a cop there, but like, is he worried about me? Probably not. Um, Same with like online things. So, so tell me this: Why do you think your ex girlfriend slashed your tires? Oh, she told me. So, uh, like, cause I called her and I like psyched her out. I was like, I got you on ring camera doing it. So, like, I'm gonna call the cops on you right now. She's like, she like busted it, like real fast. I had no camera evidence. Like, I didn't. I don't know. Someone might have had a ring, but I didn't have it. So she told me, like, she, like, she, like, told me everything. She's like, I just, like, felt like my friends told, chose you over me and all this stuff. And I was like, damn, that doesn't even have to be like that. And that's some psycho shit to, like, find us and then slash our tires. But, yeah. I guess um, it's, like, more like a jealousy thing because her sure. friends chose me. I don't know. Sure. Are but you it wasn't even re- like that. Are you in a new relationship now? No, no, not at all. I'm big chilling, just being single. I'm gonna uh, soak it up for a minute. Very nice. Are you? So, is anything? Uh, is anything uh, good and reasonable happening in your life? Yeah, dude. Uh, I like pretty recently moved to like Dallas and like got a really dope ass job. I like do music and my music's like actually doing some shit. I got booked in like Colorado and Oklahoma and uh, Arkansas and like, yeah, it's like going really good. That's why I'm like, honestly, like this bitch just like that slashed my tires is like out of my life for like good. So that's a really good thing. And like, I don't know. Life is a great thing and I'm really happy to be here. That's good. Well, well. I guess you can't possibly be addicted to drugs if you feel good. Right? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Don't take, don't take, don't take anything I say seriously. I have no fucking idea. Um, You know, you know what I always say is it's not an addiction until it's affecting uh, the, the people you love around you. If it's affecting their life, then it's an addiction. I don't Um, know. I'm not going to sit here and, uh, I I don't know if I'm going to sit here and figure out the, the the precise definition of what an addiction would be, but um, I mean I'm glad you sound like you're uh, doing cool stuff. This DJ thing seems like it's 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 panning out. Yeah, I, I like it. It's fun. Mm. Make some weird weird noises and get to go cool places to show people my weird noises. So who all was in this orgy? Oh, okay. So it was this, uh, so my, I have like a, she's like not my girlfriend, but like we like hang out quite a bit. 
It was with her, my best friend, and his fiance, and then uh, I guess it was just a foursome. But that's like that's enough. But <laughs> and then yeah, but I don't remember any of the leading up to it. We were like apparently like in the back of a car in a Whataburger parking lot, like getting it on in the back seat, like going through the drive-through. I don't remember any of it, dude. This took place in the drive-through of a Whataburger. No, it started to take place, and then and then it, we got the food, went to to my my best friend's house, and then it like escalated from there. Like no one even ate Whataburger. Like I woke up to like completely full meals of Whataburger like out in front of me. It was the best thing ever, honestly. Like if you think about it, like hungover as fuck, you wake up and full Whataburger meal right there in front of your face. Did you have sex? Did you have sex with your um, friend's fiance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a, it's like cool. love. it's like it's like a love thing though. It's not like a weird thing. It's like I don't know. It's not you know. It's kind of weird to explain. It's more like a like they're polyamorous, and me and my like lady friend are also pretty poly. So and it was just like a, a good time, good night. You know, um, I think you're someone that we can all aspire to be like, Dusty. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. I, I, don't I aspire if... to be like you in some ways too, man. Like you you're a very inspirational person. I don't I don't know if um I don't know if you're addicted to uh but uh whenever you realize that you are, you're gonna have some pretty interesting stories to tell in Narcotics Anonymous. Hell yeah. <laughs> um stay 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 okay, alright? Just uh don't I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I just don't, don't go too crazy. Don't like, uh, don't black out and, and, uh, be, just be careful who you're with whenever you black out in, uh, the drive through yeah. of a, of, yeah, a, of yeah. a fast food restaurant. Uh, absolutely. All right. Hey, man. It was dope. Uh, it was dope as hell talking to you, dude. Yeah. It was cool talking to you, too, man. I'm, I'm, I'm deciding, I'm deciding I'm not worried about you. I'm deciding you're gonna be. Fine. Oh no, don't be. Not at all. I've like, like, I'm like, like, a, like. I, I feel like I, I don't have a problem, and like, I got things going. You know, I keep things together in my life for the most part. Dusty, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, love everybody for real. Like, show love, spread love. Hey, what's your shit. Snapchat? My Snapchat. <laughs> no, don't don't give us don't give it don't, don't don't give us your Snapchat. All right, thank you, Dusty. Have a good night. All right, bye. I agree with him. There is something kind of awesome about waking up to um old Whataburger that you can eat. Hey, folks. This is Lyle. I am very excited to announce that I am going back on tour in 2024 to do Therapy Gecko Live all across the country. If you've never been to one of my live shows before, they're basically like giant group gecko therapy sessions where people from the audience come on stage to talk to a gecko about whatever they want, just like we do right here on the podcast. Plus, I mix in a few stories and presentations and little tidbits from my own life. Tickets are available right now at therapygeckotour.com, or you can find the link in the episode description. I'm announcing many more cities in the second half of the year, but right now, tickets are on sale for... 
Phoenix, Arizona, Louisville, Kentucky, St. Louis, Missouri, Orlando, Florida, Tampa, Florida, Miami, Florida, Boston, Massachusetts, Denver, Colorado, Syracuse, New York, Albany, New York, Hartford, Connecticut, Las Vegas, Nevada, Salt Lake City, Utah, Nashville, Tennessee, Huntsville, Alabama, Chicago, Illinois, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, San Jose, California, San Francisco, California, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. And you can get tickets for all of those cities at TherapyGeckoTour.com. If you didn't hear me say your city, you can still go to the link and hit the RSVP button to get notified for when I do come to your city in the second half of the year. This is my third tour so far, and I think it's going to be sick. So I hope to see you there. Thanks. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy, with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you. And you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low sugar sodas, and low sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8 Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Hello? Oh, Jesus, where are you, man? I'm at work right now. Oh, well, I want to talk to you, but you, you, I, uh, there's so many things going on in the background. Hang on, is that better? No, no. Where do you no. work? Um, I work at an, uh, sort of like an amusement place, kind of like a Dave and Buster's, but it's called Whirly Balls. Um, can you take me off of the speakerphone? You're not on speakerphone right now, man. So Whirly Balls, what is Whirly Balls? Um, it's a place, it's got like laser tag and their signature game Whirly Ball, which is like basketball and lacrosse, but you're in a little bumper car and shit. It's pretty it's, cool. That actually sounds, do they just have that or do they have that plus like uh, different like arcade games and shit? 
Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of like their main thing is the game, their game whirly ball, but they have bowling alleys and they have laser tag. They have like a two-story laser tag arena here. That sounds sick. How how yeah, many whirly balls are there around the world? I've never. I we had a place called uh, Players, which is a similar yeah. similar shtick, but um, I've never heard of a whirly ball. Uh, I mean, there's there's like five on five, you know, that's like the max we allow, and um, you have like a little like plastic racket. You scoop up a wiffle ball and you can pass it to your teammates and you score on the backboard and whatnot. It's pretty cool. I just got done with the party because I'm a referee. Mm. Do people ever yeah. get mad at you for bullshit calls? Uh, yes, yes, they do, and I tell them, "Don't argue with the ref, or I'm kicking you out." That's awesome. That must feel that must feel so good. That must feel like you run it a is. country or something. It is. It is. It's, it's my favorite part of the job. It's calling people out and then making fun of them when they miss wide open shots. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um. So. Xavier, what town are you in, Xavier? Where's the where's this whirly ball at? Um, it is in Naperville, Illinois. Naperville, Illinois. What time is it there? Yeah. Um, it is. Let me see. It is just about eight thirty here. Wow. Okay. So so club going up on a Tuesday in Naperville, Illinois. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm here Very talking cool. to a wonderful gecko. I've been a fan I, I, for years, man. Is, is, well, thank you. I just have to ask, is anyone get pissed off that you're on the phone right now instead of doing no. shit? No. I mean, it's very slow right now. I just got done with the party, and I have like two hours to close up shop. So oh, okay, great. Right now. Great. Yeah. Um, well, Xavier, um, uh, I saw you texted something you wanted to talk about, but I'll just I'll ask you, what, what did you want to talk yeah. about? Um, well, I had wanted to talk to you about uh, being a black being a black kid in a white town raised by white parents. You've been like one of the only ones out there. Mm-hmm. It, um, yeah, I think it, somebody just got a strike in bowling when you said that. Yes, they so did. Do you s- yes, they did. Oh, you, you, it's so funny that you decided to call me from a fucking bowling alley. Anyway, yeah. but you seem like an yeah. interesting guy, so I'll, 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 I'm going to try to talk to you through the noise. Oh my Thank god, you. it's really a bowling alley. I, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> is there any way we you're going to like we're here's yeah. the thing, we're going to get gonna... we're going to get into like a really serious part of this conversation and you're going to be talking about a revelation you had in your youth and um you know how you want to repair your relationship with your father and then someone gets a strike. Yeah, I'm I'm running to the break room at work right now. I'm... Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm um, walking through the kitchen. I'm about to take right. the elevator. So, um you said that you were you were uh, raised by white parents in an all white town. Yes. Are you are are you adopted? Yes, I am. Um. Well, I'll 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 let you start. Uh, uh, tell me about this. However, you would like to start. Um. Well, it all kind of started when I was like really little, actually. So I have two other siblings, one older and one younger. Um, so we were all put in foster care for the young and, um, my sister was too old. So like me and my younger brother were really ones that were like, you know, sought after. And we were actually kind of lucky because we we're with the first families where that took us in, you know, which doesn't really ever happen because the adoption system is fucked and it traumatizes kids beyond belief. Mm-hmm. So it's, kind of a shitty experience as a whole but um 
me and my younger brother were lucky ones. My sister wasn't so lucky. She didn't end up getting adopted by a family. But she's all right. You know, Wait a minute. So, so you so so you're you're you got separated from your siblings? Yes. Yes. I really? Did. They do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not as bad as it wasn't as bad as like it could have been. You know? Cause, what um, do you mean? It could have. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. So um, actually, it ended up that uh, the family that adopted me and the family that adopted my younger brother, they know they knew each other. Whoa. Yeah, so like we were Weird. me and my younger brother would stay in touch. And, you're uh, like my older your family friends with your brother. Yes. Yeah. Which was really nice. That's fascinating. Um, my other sister actually got taken in by my biological grandma, but she wasn't very fond of the families that took me or my younger brother in, so it's kinda of hard to stay in contact with her during our younger years. Um by the way, I, I try not to read the comments, but uh, people are, are talking a lot of shit about Naperville in the chat. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't live out here. What makes but it so horrible? Um, it's So, fun story, actually. So, I used to date a girl out in Naperville, right? And I used to live south, like, like about half an hour south of Naperville. And I would every time I'd leave her neighborhood, I'd get followed by a car to the highway. Jesus. It's, it was the same car every time, and like it's, there's a bunch of, like there's a bunch of rich, preppy, racist white people out here, you know. So like, it's it's not it's not a great place, and a lot mm-hmm. of them, like a lot of like their kids, like their teenagers, their, their children, especially their sons, like to put on a performative act of like being gangster almost or acting hood in a way, and it's it's <laughs> it's almost idi- it's it is idiotic. It's idiotic. Hmm. And, and really stupid. And so, uh, how long? How long have you? Did you? When? What age were you at when you were adopted? I was adopted at five. Okay. And how old are you yeah, now? And I am twenty-two. I'm about to be twenty-three in March. Okay, so you you basically lived your whole life uh, uh, with this family and in this neighborhood. Yes. And yeah. what was it like growing well, up? Um, it was weird. It was weird because there was like one other black kid down the street, but he moved away when I was really young. Uh, shout out to that man, Justin Smith. I miss you every day, bro. But um, yeah, after once he moved, I was re- I was like flying solo as like the only black kid in my grade or in my school for the longest time. And um, it was it was weird, and I didn't really understand it until a little bit later. Like you you ever heard of the you you know the rapper Earl Sweatshirt? Uh yeah. Yeah, he said in the song that he was a. Uh, he said in the song, it was uh, too black for the white kids and too white for the blacks, you know? And at that ah. point, it, it, it kind of clicked because I heard that when I was like, when it was like early on future days. So I was like, I've been like a fan since like day one. So like when I heard that, it clicked, you know? And like it kind of made sense, but it still left me feeling alienated, you know? But like it also let me know, it was like that whole lot of future collective kind of let me know that it's okay to not follow the, you know, the normal African American stereotype, you know? Cause like I'm far from it. I'm far from it. You know, like I don't. I'm not big on sports. You know, I'm not a violent person. You know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, it's, I'm very far from like the stereotypical archetype of a black man. Mm-hmm. You know, like do you do you now as an adult? Uh, do you do you now have black friends? 
Um, that's the thing. It's really, it's, I've been having, like, that's, that's one thing I've been striving to have. And I've been struggling to find it. Can you go, can you like meet, is there, like, you know how there's blackpeoplemeet.com, right? Can you yes. go on for, there for friends? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I have a girlfriend, you know, and um, mm-hmm. she's mixed. So, like, mm-hmm. well, she is, she's white. She doesn't really identify as, like, a white person because, like, she doesn't mm-hmm. like all, like, the negative connotations that come, to the, like, that come with white people. And she's not, she doesn't act like a stereotypical white person, you know? So, it's like, we, we jokingly classify her as a person who happens to be white, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, does like, she, they can don't, she... Does she say the word? No. No. <laughs> no, she does not. No. No. Okay. No, but she is she is very understanding of black culture, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Which um, is very, very supportive. And so, like, when you were growing up as a kid, like middle school, high school, are you still friends with those folks? Oh, yeah. I didn't have very many friends. I had, like, one. So, my best friend, Colton, he's, so, as you know, I'm 22 by 23. This man has been my friend for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And our dads were friends, in, our friend were friends in middle school. And because of that, we met each other and we've been friends since we, we were two. Mm-hmm. And that is something I can proudly say because I know that not very many people within my age range can say they've had a friend for 20 years. Mm. Yeah. Um, now, what about your uh, your? So you said your so you have a brother and a sister, and yes. uh, your brother was adopted by a family that is friends with the family that you were adopted by. Yes. And do you, are you still hang? Are you still cool with that brother? Are you still hanging with him? Yeah, it's harder now because um, I'm working full time and he's in college, and so it's it's hard to find time. But like we, it's all love, you know. We still look after each other. We still like hang out whatever can you know mm-hmm. and uh, our older sister is more in our lives now you know interesting so, she's How, there. so where did where did she go is it hard to find her no she's actually so um i was in my hometown and we were actually like we were each in a town over from each other so like i was in the middle town my brother was in the eastern town right next to me and my sister was in the western town right next to me mm. so and she still is there and so like i've moved far i'm like almost an hour away from my hometown right now because i live with my girlfriend and um but yeah wait I mean, so you okay so you now. work at a uh, uh uh an entertainment center in naperville yes. but yes. you live an hour out i live half an hour out why I'm do half you an still... hour from work why do you still work there? Um, in that, in job the market is horrible. Mm. Job market is horrible. The job market is horrible. I used to do warehouse work, but just ever since I moved, it's been terrible to find like warehouse work that's willing. Like they're hiring, but they won't hire anybody. Mm. And you are know? you? Um, uh, are you? Are you a lifelong Floridian? Would you ever move anywhere else? Um. I do want to move to Virginia. What's going on in Virginia? Um, I went out, so in August, I went out for one of my really good friend's weddings with a couple of my buddies. We took a road trip there. It was like 2,000 miles round trip from, like, from 
because they went to Western Michigan at the time. I drove from Chicago to Western Michigan University, all the way to Virginia Beach. So it was like a thousand miles just in one direction. But um, it was, Virginia Beach is a beautiful area. It was beautiful from what I saw. It was warm. There was a very diverse crowd. It, you had very small town vibes in certain areas, but it was also like a whole big, it's a big area, you know? You have the ocean right there. It's it's just a, from what I witnessed, it was a it's a beautiful place. Mm. Yeah. Um, what would you do? What would you do there? Um, honestly, I'd find work. I mean, I'm right now. I'm taking classes for user experience design. Mm-hmm. Which is I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware of what that is, but um, UX it, design. It, it's like uh, yeah. you you make you make uh, yeah you um make apps hard to use no you actually make them easier to use <laughs> if, if something's ever really hard to use like and it's confusing that usually means they only had one designer within their team or they didn't have any designers and they just kind of threw it together um i want to know this and if, if you want to talk about it did you ever get to uh like back into contact because it's interesting because so you're in contact with your your biological grandma were you ever in contact with your mom or dad or any of your other biological family uh no no i have not seen my biological mother since i was four Mm -hmm. and i've never seen my biological father so then is does your are you still cool with uh the grandma she lives in texas and i never really got any way to contact her you know, so when she's when she's around, it's all love, you know. But like, I don't really ever communicate with her. Mm. You know, what about any of your other siblings? Do they do they communicate with them? Um, my sister, my older sister is that's because that's like basically like her mom. My grand, my biological grandma raised my older sister. Mm-hmm. So, so like, my older sister loves my grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, what else is I going to say? Are you still so like your your adopted parents? What's their deal? Who are they? Um, they were I was actually the first child they adopted. They they're wonderful people. They're wonderful people. They've given me a life more than I could even ask for. You know, they've they've set me up in the be- with within their best abilities. You know, they've mm-hmm. bent over backwards time and time again to give me the best life that I could possibly have, and I'm forever grateful for that. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, obviously, you know, there's ups and downs, you know, like there's no right way to parent a kid. And there's no like, you know, like I wasn't a perfect kid. So like obviously there's ups and downs, you know, and there's some things we still don't see eye to eye on, you know, even though I'm grown, you know, and there's still like some bad, there's still some issues. But like at the end of the day, I mean, I love them dearly. You know, they've done more for me than I could ever even ask. You know, do you, um, do you, are you still close with them now that you uh, are yes. li- live an hour out? Uh, yeah, honestly, like at first it was like the relationship with my my foster mom was a bit rocky towards the end of like me moving out. But ever since I moved out, it's gotten better. I think it was at that point where I was like, we just kind of needed space from each other. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. And on top of that, like a bu- bunch of my other foster siblings have moved out, you know? So, I mean, it's really just a lot of the birds are leaving the nest, so to speak, right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, what's your ultimate goal here? 
then uh ux designing what's the if you could wave a magic wand what would you what would you uh what would your life be if i could wave a magic wand and have my life be perfect mm-hmm. um if it was actually perfect and everything like was like my way i'd probably i'd end up owning three different like clothing brands i have like my three favorite cars live in a good house with my girlfriend and we'd be married and she'd be having the best barbering career of her life. Barbering career? Like she cuts hair? Yes, my girlfriend's a barber, cosmetologist, and braider. Oh, very yes. cool. My girlfriend's fucking awesome. I love my girlfriend so much. Oh, uh, that's very sweet, man. How'd you guys meet? Yeah. Um, so, funny story, actually. We met through two people. So, like, I used to be, I used to be kind of like a bar junkie. So, I used to go to bars all the time. Like when I was like 21, because it was, I just got it out of my system early. I don't really drink anymore, but. You're 22, right? Yes. I'm 22. Okay, so you're talking about this guess, like it was, no. like it was 10 years ago. No, I know. It's it's weird. It's weird when I say it, but like, it's true. Like I just, I got bored of it really fucking quick. I don't do it anymore. But, um, so I had this drinking partner, right? At the time who was a 48 year old lesbian mom. She ended up, she, she's like, not like a godmother figure to me. But she was dating somebody who knew my girlfriend through like a similar circle, right? And we both met, we both ended up running into each other because we both we were both invited out um, to his karaoke bar, right? And I'm outside and I see her and I go, hey, I like your outfit. And she says, hey, I like yours too. Because that's just how I am. Like if I see somebody with a nice outfit, I'm going to tell them I like your outfit. You know, it's not that deep. I'm just going to say it. You know, but um, I, I thought nothing of it. I was like, I'm probably never going to see this person again. And then I go back inside to sit down and we see each other. And it was like the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other. We both looked at each other and immediately like we just started hitting it off. Mm. And in my mind, the whole time I'm talking to her, I'm like, this person is like the coolest fucking person ever. This person's amazing. Right. And I end up getting her Snapchat. And I find out she's a barber. And I'm like, well, next time I get a haircut, I'm coming to you. And if you do a great job, you're the only person I'm seeing for my hair. She goes, all right, cool. But I never got the information on how to book an appointment. And I never asked where she worked. So like six months later, after I, after I finally built up enough courage to like reach out to her, because I'm like, this person is too fucking cool. I asked him like, hey, how do I book an appointment? She sends me the link. I'm like, oh, damn, okay. So I book an appointment anyway. Two months later, I come in. And she's like ecstatic to see me after like so long. And I'm like, holy shit. Yes. So I sit down we start, she starts cutting my hair and it was like, we never missed a beat. Mm. It was. And then we started actually communicating and Snapchatting, you know, like actually like, you know, talking to her like friends. And then after that, we kind of realized, well, holy shit, we have a lot of stuff in common. Right. And they're like, did we just become best friends? And she's like, yeah. And then we start hanging out more, and then next thing you know, we kind of catch feelings for each other, and now we're dating. And now we that's very sweet. How long has been dating yeah. for? Uh, we're approaching seven months now. Very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah, seven months um, together, almost a year of like you know just like talking on a romantic way. Well, you know, I guess before we go, I'll ask you. I mean, the original subject that you wanted to talk about was like specifically the experience of. Uh, of being the only black guy uh, in town, 
Um, yeah. and I, I don't know, do you, do you, was there anything else that like about that subject specifically that you wanted to, to, to share or do you feel like we covered it? I mean, there's, there's a hell of a lot more, but I'll leave it with this. My message to the people of the computer, if you ever feel like an outcast, just know there's other people who feel the same way. You are not alone in your feelings. Embrace mm. your true self. Uh, what's the absolute worst part of Naperville? Like, give us the reason not, like, the biggest reason not to go to Naperville, Florida. Oh, this is Naperville, Illinois. This is Naperville, Illinois. Oh, why the fuck did I think it was Florida? I thought, <laughs> dude, bro, I I thought this was Florida the whole fucking time. No, this is Illinois. This is Illinois. It just man. sounds like a place in Florida. Okay, it tell us why not like to go to Naperville, Florida. Illinois. It's fucking horrible. It's a bunch of snotty, snobby-nosed white people. There's no diversity of culture. It's like if you saw a cornfield and was like a Starbucks that looked really fucking nice here. That's basically the embodiment of Naperville. Hmm. It's, well, it's like Naperville wants to be Chicago so bad, you know. At the very least, they have a uh, bumper car basketball facility. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty decent way to describe it. Uh, well, I guess you already said it, but is there any final thing you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, stay true to yourself. Don't change for other people. Let your let your life decide who you are supposed to be. Follow your gut and stay true. Thanks for the uh, the 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 kind words, Xavier. Now go yell at some kids to stop running. I will. Gek bless. Gek bless. Take care. Take care, man. Thank you, dude. Does anyone remember? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I, there was a place called Jeepers. Uh, there was a place called Jeepers. They had this like banana ride, and uh, it was kind of half rides, half arcade. Uh, there's a place called Jeep. I think there was a few Jeepers. Um, shout out to Jeepers. Just wanted to end this call by saying shout out to Jeepers. Shout out to uh, players in Maryland. Um, shout out to Chuck E. Cheese. Can you still get into Chuck E. Cheese? Can you get into Chuck E. Cheese without an adult? They have the best pizza, dude. They have the best pizza. There was this uh, thing where they, they ran a ghost kitchen where you could order... Chuck E. Cheese pizza, like, just from uh, Uber Eats or whatever the fuck. And I never did it, but I wish I did, because they, they have the best pizza. I've been... I went to Italy a while ago, and I had pizza, and it wasn't as good as the Chuck E. Cheese pizza. So. So, yeah. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. 
Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hello? Hello? Hi, what is your name? Oh my god, my name is Scarlett. Scarlett, what's going on? How's life? It's great. How are you? Um, I'm a gecko on the computer, and uh, I'm actually having a pretty... I'm having a pretty nice night. I'm having a pretty good recording session. I'm uh, enjoying talking to people. I'm enjoying being alive. I'm feeling like a real person. Slowly but surely. Um, I'm feeling like a real person, too. I was watching the stream, and I kind of gave up on on calling, so I was watching videos on cats and trapped, neutered, returned. Do you know about that? Trapped, neutered, returned? What is that? It's a program. You know how there's, like, so many feral cats on the street? It's a program where you go and... You trap cats and you take them so that way they don't have babies anymore. And then you put them back in the community. Hmm. Um, it's the only way to decrease the cat population. Is that a good thing to cut off cat cocks? Y- yes, it is, actually. So that way they don't have babies. And then there's not, like, thousands of Cause... kittens on the street without a home. Because I feel like like if aliens came down to Earth and they were like, hey, we're going to help solve human population by cutting guys' cocks off, we I think a few of us would probably be like, I, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a thing. But I have a colony of cats that live outside my house, so I got to Did you assemble this colony? Them. Did you assemble this colony no. or did this colony just come? Well, I mean, I, we kind of did because we fed them. So they were like, oh, you have food? Let me come over. So now mm. we have like six cats living in our backyard. That's pretty cool. But I love um, cats, so all is good. Well, I, here's what, okay, you're a contradiction, Scarlet, because if you love cats so much, why don't you want more of them running around? Why are you well, trying to curb the population? Okay, you see, I'm an opera singer, um, and my boyfriend's an opera singer and we move around a lot. So we can only really have like one or two cats. If I had like a stationary job and I could like live in one place forever, I'd have like a colony of cats. I'd have like 30 cats. Mm. 
What uh, are so you guys are always on tour doing the opera? Um, no, we're not on tour. We're pretty young, um, and being opera singers is tough. I mean, do you know anybody that's an opera singer? How, how old are you guys? I'm 26, and he's 24. Okay, 25. very nice. Did you guys meet yeah. at the opera? Um, we met in school, in university. Oh, okay. Very cool. Very cool. I, I thought you sound like you, you guys have a good life. Yeah, we're good. Um, we live in South Florida now. I'm from South Florida. So it's nice to be close to home. Um, but I'd love to move to Europe, if I'm being yeah. completely honest. That's like the dream. What's the So what's the worst thing about being an opera singer? Um... The worst thing about being an opera singer? Um, well, okay. I'm an opera singer, but I'm also uh, like a marketer. I'm, I'm a social media girly, and I work in social media. Um, so I kind of do both things. Um, and I would say the worst thing about being an opera singer is like a lot of people don't understand what you do. So it's like hard to, to find like a community that loves opera if that makes sense or like people appreciating like what you do and like the work that goes behind it and I guess you could say that for any artist like a visual artist or a dancer like the amount of time and effort that goes into like the art that you're doing is like astounding and unless you're an artist you like can't really comprehend does that make sense you uh just a general feeling of being unappreciated yeah 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 that's how I feel like uh, uh, the the folks who do those special effects on on those Marvel movies must feel right because they spend. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, you know, they spend like their whole life. Yeah, they're like they they spend like eight hours a day for about seven years just on Adobe whatever, clicking and dragging keyframes around, and then Robert Downey Jr. shows up for like two days. <clears throat> And then it's Robert Downey Jr.'s fucking Iron Man. You know, it should be uh, Mark Finnegan's Iron Man. You're absolutely right. And then you go to the theater one day of your life for like an hour and a half, two hours. You watch the movie and then that's it. You, no, not, not even Scarlet. Not even Scarlet. You have <laughs> the movie in the background while you are on your phone doing something in a different For room. That. Yeah, you're like, or yeah, you're talking to therapy gecko. Mhm. So I guess, I guess at the very not uh, to make this a it could be worse, but you know it could be worse. You could you could do special effects for Marvel movies that people uh, uh, watch, uh, well that people don't watch while they're in the bathroom in another room. You're at right, least it, the cool thing about opera is that I guess people people are are captive audience for you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess so. Um, what's the best thing about being an opera singer? What do you enjoy about it? Um, I really love learning languages. Do you like watching things in different languages? I'm trying. I'd like to learn. Uh, I, I, I knew a little bit of Italian, but uh, I want to. I want to. Spanish seems fun. I've been. Uh, there's a few stores I've been to around my. Uh, around uh, around uh, the city and 
like they only speak Spanish. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I really love that. Yeah, learning languages is fun. Um, and I feel like so many more things and like the world could be better if we could watch things in different languages. Like I feel like we could come to appreciate like cultures and people if we like watched more things in different languages. Mm. And same thing with opera. Like it's it's a play, there's costumes, um you you read subtitles the whole time, but it's like there's so many things to look at. It's so engrossing and it's so like opera can be so scary. But I want to tell people that it's not scary. Just like literally now, wear a gecko suit and go to the opera. Nobody's like nobody now, can tell you what to do. Somebody in the chat just said my roommate dated an opera singer in college and it sucked because the asshole would start warming up at 930 a.m. Well, by the way, at 9.30 a.m., really a.m. is not that bad. That's like, eh, that's the work day. True, but opera singers can be pretty loud. So it would wake everybody up. So I, I, I get where so. that person's coming from. That is um, and that's just that's just a rude person. That's not like an opera singer trait. That's just that's just being rude. What have you ever done something like that? Um, no, because I'm, I'm pretty considerate. Also, I don't like, like, singing in front of people when I don't have to, if that makes sense. Uh, okay. Yeah, some people in the chat were also saying they wanted you to belt out right now, but I, that probably would wake up, uh, uh See, neighbors. I, well, I, I live in a house, so no, not really, but I freaking knew that would happen, Okay, one of my side projects I'm gonna I'm gonna self promote here is an opera page, um, and literally my second to last video is a meme talking about how people are like, "Oh, you're an opera singer? Can you sing something?" Um, and it just happened on on Therapy Gecko. So thank you for affirming it. Thank you. I, uh, I guess <laughs> this means you're not, I guess I guess this means you're not gonna do it. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. Thank you. Thank you for your curiosity. But um, unless I'm getting paid, no, thank you. Um, well, you invited me uh, to come to the opera in this text. Where, where, Where's this opera? It's anywhere you want it to be. There what does that go. mean? Okay. I, I will go to the opera with you wherever, wherever you go. I will be there. Okay. We can go to New York. We can go to South Florida, anywhere opera's happening. I'll I'll be there. Oh, I thought this was like your. I I assumed it was it was like your opera. I didn't know if you just meant you no. meant like the opera. No, I just mean like the opera in general. Oh, okay. I think it would be really fun for you to go to the opera because people are like, oh, opera is so like, I don't know. Like when you think of the opera, you probably think of like. Oh, people dress in like really nice suits and like it's really nice and and everybody's very you know got their noses in the it's air. Very posh, but, yeah. Yeah, very posh, but it doesn't need to be like that. I feel like you showing up, people would be like, "What's going on at the opera?" No, but I, I see the thing. I would show up uh, in a suit and I would just be like, "I know I would be a dick to everyone." I would like. Um... <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't tip the bartender and I would send the drink back 
And um, I would fart really loudly, and it would smell bad. And so, you, would, so you'd uh, be a bad yeah, audience member. Yeah, I would. I would be bad. I, if if um, I would yell out lame if I didn't like one of the singers. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be good. Honestly, please, just yell boo. I would boo. I would boo really a lot. loudly. I would. If somebody good. was good, I would boo just because I'm jealous. <laughs> um. Well, Scarlett, I appreciate you giving us this little uh, uh, tidbit into 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 another portal of, of opera. Um, yeah. In, uh, into You're the welcome. opera universe. Is there anything else that you want to say or share or, or express to the people at the computer before we go? Um. Yeah, go follow my opera account if you want to hear a little bit of opera music. It's um, on Instagram at Simply Bell Canto. Simply B-E-L Canto C-A-N. Oh, also, Therapy Gecko, you went to Guatemala. I'm Guatemalan. I freaking love oh, Guatemala. Very cool. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very fond of Guatemala. Well, some girl just died there at the same place that uh, that I went to, and I was like, damn, that sucks. Are you, are you talking about Lake Atitlan? Yes, Lake Atitlan. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. That was really messed up. But it's a beautiful place. It's messed up, but... Guatemala is a beautiful place. Side note. Yeah, but, I mean, I yeah. lived in Los Angeles for a, a, a hot second, and, and a, a lot of people died there too. So, people, people, yeah. pretty much anywhere that there are people, those people die. So, die. so it all evens so, out. Yeah, that's that's life. Um, have a good rest of the night, Scarlett. Thank you so much for talking to me. This made my night. I hope I trap some cats tonight in your honor. Beautiful. Bye, Scarlett. Alrighty. Goodbye. I'll do. I'll sing opera right now. I don't give a fuck. I'll stop. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.